situation. He took a pitch in the back. He got beat for crying out loud. We used heart attack. Managers on a major league baseball team don't make decisions. Credibility in this situation is worse than losing your job. Was it over when the Chinese bomb Pearl Harbor? The castration of the major league baseball managers. We know it. Ask me about my Shout out to all the critics that are knocking the World Series, saying that there's no fun to it, there's no major market, so there's no reason that anybody would watch it. I hope you didn't watch it, because we're seeing what could be one of the better World Series of all time. Obviously, the Texas Rangers come back in the ninth, they beat the Arizona Diamondbacks, and there's so many people that are down on it. There's no New York, there's no Boston, there's no... Philadelphia. There's no LA. I get it. For market size, it, it makes sense. And, you know, if I'm going to have any sympathy for any sort of baseball fan at this moment, maybe for their reason to not love the World Series this year, it will be a Philadelphia Philly fan or a Houston Astro fan. You look at those fans who are scorned by their team, losing in a tough seven game series to teams that maybe. From a fan perspective, you believe you're a little bit better. But if you're looking at the uh, excitement of what was great for baseball, watching a comeback in the ninth inning, and I've said before, one of the hardest things to do if you're a big-time closer, if your job is to get that ninth inning to blow a game and blow a lead in game one of a World Series, makes it very tough to win. Ask Jerry's familiar that. You know, the home run he gave up to Alex Gordon in the 2015 World Series. Or Armando Benitez, the home run, or I'm sorry, the run that he gave up in the ninth inning to to blow a save in game one of the World Series, likely determined the outcome of that World Series. And obviously, if you're the Arizona Diamondbacks and Paul Sewald, you hope that that's not the case today. But what I was thinking about, and I really do think this is important, Baseball has a game that in itself is so much unique from anything else you're going to be able to see. And if you are not an Arizona Diamondbacks fan or a Texas Rangers fan, and like I said, I'll give you a pass if you root for the Philadelphia Phillies or the Houston Astros, you know, you were expecting to get to the World Series. The last show that I did was on the anniversary date of both the Phillies and the Astros making it to the World Series or clinching their respective league championship series to get to the World Series just a year ago in 2022. So the odds were that that was the most favorable scenario that would have happened. So I I understand that. But if you are a baseball fan that enjoys the game, if you root for whatever other team and you have no interest in the game, might be nice to see a couple very important things that you could see. Bruce Bochy, as he is attempting to be one of a very small group of Major League Baseball managers to win four World Series championships. And off the top of my head, I got John McGraw, I got Connie Mack, uh, obviously Casey Stengel, Joe McCarthy, Joe Torre, and nobody's really resonating. Oh, Walter Austin. So I think... That, that might be the list. If I somehow miss somebody, I'll add it to the comments of the PBS on the YouTube video. But you know, there aren't too many managers of Major League Baseball history that could say they won four World Series championships. Obviously, 
Bruce Bochy's going in the Hall of Fame with three. But if he gets to four, it's a really a, an unbelievable accomplishment. If you look on the other side, the Arizona Diamondbacks would be attempting to be one of just three teams with two World Series wins that have never been beaten. They would join the Florida, now Miami Marlins, and the Toronto Blue Jays, both teams that went 2-0 and zero in World Series play. The team that stands out the most, the Pittsburgh Pirates. They lost the first World Series in the history of what we call the modern-day World Series. And you can hear me argue and debate with people how I believe that World Series that took place in the 19th century should actually count, especially if those teams are still around. But like I said, I'll save that for another day. The Pirates have never lost a World Series since. You know, they made it, whether it was 1909, 1925, 1960, 1971, 1979. Never made another World Series in which they lost after the very first one. So I, I find those things Cuban player who didn't make it to the United States, let alone Major League Baseball, until the age of 23. He's 28 now, and you can make a case he might be one of the best players in the game. And you look at the way the Arizona Diamondbacks play, it's kind of a little bit of a throwback style. They move runners, they steal bases, they you know sacrifice bun early in the game. You know, if you're one of those uh, fans that just love the game being played and the thoughts you know, between the years when it comes to stuff like that. You'd enjoy the Diamondbacks. They play good defense. They got pretty good pitching. Both teams obviously have very good bullpens. So we'll see. Um, one of the things I'd like to say, like I said, Bochy a chance to win his fourth World Series as a manager. Texas Rangers getting a chance to be now the, you know, one of six, which they are right now, one of six teams that have never won a World Series. They could dwindle that list down to five. And make it Milwaukee Brewers, Colorado Rockies, San Diego Padres, Tampa Bay Rays, and Seattle Mariners. You know, I've been rooting for that. I was happy to see the Astros win and take their name off the list. I like seeing the Washington Nationals win to take their name off the list. I'm a belief when it comes to every sports fan, let alone just baseball. I'd like to see every team have their moment. Every team's fans have that moment where you could have that type of parade where you honor your, your team, and then be able to look back at that and say, hey, remember that year? That was the year I got to see my team win. Making a show short today, we're going to jump right into saving sports history as we as I continue to flap my yacht mouth here on the past ball show. Going back to the year of 1890, and just a reminder, today is the 28th day of October 2023, so anything that I bring up now is going to have taken place in the history of sports on October 28th. So in 1890, the before-mentioned pre-World Series World Series called the World Championship at the time featured the American Association's Louisville Colonels against the National League's Brooklyn Bridegrooms. The Louisville Colonels won this game, which happened to be a Game 7, but did not win the World Series. One of the games had ended in a tie. They ended up not playing an eighth game. And this World Championship ended in a 3-3-1 tie. 1953, legendary football coach Bud Grant at the time was a defensive back for the CFL's Winnipeg Blue Bombers. 
he did something that had not been done in the history of football before nor after. Had five interceptions in one game. What an outstanding accomplishment. Obviously, you need a little luck on your side. You obviously need the other team to not really be able to find its receivers. So, big game for Bud Grant. Five interceptions, something that's never been done in the history of professional football. 1962, Y.A. Tittle. At the time of the New York Giants, throws for seven touchdowns in a game. He became the third quarterback to ever throw for seven touchdowns in a game. Now, that list includes, what, six others? So he's one of seven that have done it before. Sid Luckman in 1943 with the Chicago Bears did it before him. So did George Blanda in 1961 of the AFL. Houston Oilers. After that, Joe Kapp of the Minnesota Vikings, Nick Foles of the Philadelphia Eagles, Peyton Manning of the Denver Broncos, Drew Brees of the New Orleans Saints would end up throwing for seven touchdowns in one game. 1973, Elmore Smith, 17 block shots in one game. An outstanding accomplishment, something that once again you're talking about things that have never happened or have never been accomplished before. So really outstanding accomplishment for the Lakers big man. 1978, one of the greatest hockey players in the history of the sport, Bobby Orr, scores his last NHL goal. Happened on this day in 1978. 1981, the Los Angeles Dodgers finished off the New York Yankees in six games to win their first World Series championship since 1955. 1989, the Oakland Athletics won their last World Series championship that they'll ever win in the city of Oakland, beating the San Francisco Giants four games to zero in a World Series that obviously was marred by the terrible, tragic earthquake that took down the Bay Bridge. 1995 it was the Atlanta Braves finishing off the Cleveland then Indians four games to two to win the World Series. 1997, the NBA hires two female officials, D. Kantner and Violet Palmer, the first major league male sport to hire female officials. Happened on this day in 1997. 2007, the Boston Red Sox finished off the Colorado Rockies, sweeping them in the World Series. In 2011, the St. Louis Cardinals edged the Texas Rangers in seven games, one of the better played World Series going back in the history of the sport. The Rangers remember that because that was the last time they're there. They're trying to do something, like I said, that they've never done before, win a World Series championship. Certainly had a very good chance to do so in 2011 when the Cardinals beat them. 2012, exactly one year later, the San Francisco Giants finished off the Detroit Tigers four games to zero. And then 2018, six years after that, it was the Boston Red Sox finishing off the Los Angeles Dodgers four games to one to win their most recent World Series championship. On his day, October 28, 1926, former Major League Commissioner Bowie Kuhn was born. One of the better commissioners, I believe, in baseball history. I thought he did a relatively good job, certainly compared to the likes of Bud Selig and uh, certainly Kennesaw Mountain Landis. And, of course, you're looking at the commissioner you got right now, Rob Manfred, who was probably as bad of a commissioner as this freaking barking dog as I'm trying to do a freaking live show. 1949, Caitlin, formerly known as Bruce Jenner, was born on this day. Obviously a trans figure 
in multiple words as I kind of use the word to mean kind of synonymous with two terms was the 1979 U.S. gold medal winner in the decathlon. 1937, Lenny Wilkins, legendary NBA head coach, was born. 1966, Steve Atwater, Pro Football Hall of Fame defensive back, was born. Terrell Davis, born on this day in 1972, obviously the great running back for the Denver Broncos. 2006, we lost legendary head basketball coach of the Boston Celtics, Red Arbach, and also one-time heavyweight champion boxer, Trevor Burbick, was killed by being, after he was assaulted by his nephew, he obviously held the heavyweight championship until Mike Tyson beat him. Also was known for bouts with Larry Holmes and other prominent figures. Didn't get along with Holmes. They had a feud that lasted way long after. Burbick also fought Muhammad Ali, which was one of the reasons that Holmes and him didn't get along. Apparently, uh, Holmes claimed that you know Burbick was really trying to hurt a beat-up Ali towards the end of his career and kind of held that against him. This is the Past Ball Show brought to you by JohnPielli.com, by St. Aloysius Church in Jackson, New Jersey, by Two Ways, One Passion Food Truck located in Scranton, Pennsylvania. If you're interested in hearing me flap my yap mouth, you can check out the podcast on Apple Music, Amazon Music, Spotify. God bless you, and as always, I'll see you on the other side. I have many leather-bound books. My apartment smells of rich mahogany. Why don't you give it all or a majority of it to the team that wins the freaking World Series? I was going to listen to that, but then I just carried on living my life. I may come out as the biggest Major League Baseball manager apologist. That'll only make someone work just hard enough not to get fired. Because hitters are going out there saying, I'm either going to hit a home run or I'm going to strike out. And if I don't get a pitch that I feel like I could drive out of the park, I'm not even supposed to be here today. Especially prospect whores and hoarders are going to be a little pissed off at me when I say this. There are only two managers in baseball's Hall of Fame who have losing records. One of them is the iconic Connie Mack, who you could say, in spite of winning five World Series championships as a manager, could be in as much as a pioneer. And what side of the spectrum they're on? Were they pitching? Were they batting? If your favorite team was pitching and a ball got inside to hit a batter, there's no way it could have been on purpose. But if, if you were a fan of the team that was batting and a ball got inside and hit somebody or went behind somebody's head, absolutely 100% unequivocally, that pitcher was throwing at They put their tail between their legs and decided they're going to do exactly what they're told. You damn well right better give him a contract extension. You damn well right better make him the manager over the next series of years. 35 years ago, I could have loaned your parents the money for an abortion. <laughs>